Rangers pressure phase off. Going to West's league leader for 50 years. I'm asked to give an opinion and I like to give an honest one. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we very much enter winter break territory. The fallout from Saturday continues though as the Scottish FA hit back at Rangers' statement on that handball offside incident. Elsewhere, John Lundstrom says he wants to extend his stay at Ibrox as his contract nears its end. And Greg Taylor is unfazed by any suggestions that Celtic should sign a new left-back in the January window. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me this evening, a real vintage start, Gordon Dale, who yawned during that intro. <laughs> and alongside him is Mark Wilson. Did, did oh, what a start to the show. But we will have a busy show. I mean, it's not even been a week taken, yet. by the way. Yeah, no. not even been a week since Celtic beat Rangers but it seems like an awful long time and a lot of water under the bridge since then. Games in between that will still have talking points. Um, but I think we all know where the main talking point lies. Statement from Rangers, statement from the SAFA. Uh, as the teams go on their winter break, this one isn't going to calm down anytime soon, I feel. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy again. New Year oh, to you guys. Uh, lovely seeing you again. Uh, I'd just seen you yesterday right enough. Um, yeah, there's never a dull moment, uh, even though it's uh, winter break. We thought everything would quieten down. The, the players would go and get a well-earned rest, Gordon, because they've had a busy schedule, a lot of games. But it just keeps rumbling on, and it has been from last weekend's um, Celtic Rangers game at Celtic Park. Um, and it's interesting to hear if it continues to rumble on, or will we just accept the facts and move on? Good luck. 0141-951-1025. That is the number you need. In general terms, I think over the next couple of weeks, we're looking for your transfer window suggestions and what your team needs and what your team doesn't need. And could this player be on the move and that player be on the move? So we can certainly do all that stuff for sure. Uh, some interesting comments from John Lundstrom. Rangers fans, would you want him to sign a new deal? Greg Taylor feeling pretty secure um, about speculation over the Celtic left-back position. Your thoughts there? Obviously... Uh, the headline yet again is that statement tennis is now taking place and the Scottish FA have hit back on Rangers' statement from last night, which we gave you. Um, they were obviously very unhappy at the, the outcome from Saturday's handball offside incident. And now the Scottish FA have had their say in return. Um, various things. I'll read the statement to you in just a second. But overall mood of it first of all sort of surprised they felt that the meeting was fine they spoke to James Bisgrove they felt it was all quite polite and amicable and then were a bit surprised at the tone of Rangers statement felt it didn't quite match at what had gone on um, in the room uh, they've explained the, the process and, and sort of why a decision was then taken later on uh, to just sort of put it out and show that it wouldn't have been given as a penalty because of the offside um, clearly that's not had the desired effect I think that is safe to say um, acknowledging that they have to look at ways that they can make improvements and uh, sort of warning against the, how would you put it, warning against suggestions that Willie Collum shouldn't referee Rangers games anymore or be involved. I don't think the Scottish FA um, were keen to let that pass 
um, without sort of shooting that one down. So that's in there as well. So any of your thoughts there? Transfer business, transfer deadlines, a bit off, but you can get your early thoughts in. Winter break, all the usual stuff at this time of year is 0141951. One zero two five. How you enjoying the new year? All good. I mean, you're, you told us at the weekend your new year's resolution was mm. to play more badminton. Have you get managed fit, to get a lot fitter? Have you yeah. Started. Yeah. Started yeah, as you mean uh, to go on. Yeah, I'm doing very, very well. Been Just on the court, have you? Yeah, out the gym. What half an good. hour ago yep. before the program? So ready and ripped, looking good, feeling good, and. Uh, you know, well, I walked into the gym yesterday and he was in the same gym. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's and that was, I was unorganised. And where I caught him was on the electronic machine that tells By you weight. all your measurements. And I can only apologise on his behalf to the poor um, personal trainer who was taking in these details. It was, he was it, it, oh, he was giving him such a hard time. How many calories do I need to eat, son, to, to oh, maintain this body weight? Oh, it was a, a sight to see. Anyway. It was good. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. The Chuckle Brothers are here. Uh, if you want to talk football transfers, winter break, offside handball statements, VAR protocol, IFAB regulations, we're all here for it. It's a talking point, at least for the winter break. You thought you were in for a quiet couple of weeks. We did. Go far on. from it. We did, uh, and it's a talking point. It's a, it's crazy because it's a situation that um, I think was tried to ma- be made correct and it's obviously blown up in everyone's face. Um, Rangers are, as a club, quite entitled to ask, um, you know, for an explanation. SFA have come out and obviously dealt with the situation. The only bit I don't, I, I don't really like is... I don't, but I don't care if it's Rangers or any other club in Scotland. I don't think you should have the right to you know, force and say that you don't want a certain referee to referee your fixtures. Uh, because I think if you go to every club, every club could have a one that they could look at and say, well, he gives us, he doesn't give us the decisions and he's never been good to us, so we don't want to referee him. So it opens a can of worms. It's the only thing I don't like. Listen, everybody's got an opinion of it. Whether you agree with, you know, the way Rangers have went about it, where you agree with SFA's answer to it, it doesn't matter. Uh, I was just hoping that we could get it sorted, move on, look forward because we've had a terrific start mm. of this season right up until the, the winter break. Well, here is your update. The Scottish FA have issued a statement. I won't read it all. I'll try and paraphrase it. If you've got any questions on it, you know, phone up, let us know, and we'll, we'll try and sort of feed it all back um, and try and work through it together. So the Scottish FA, they're disappointed by Rangers' statement, first and foremost. They say that James Bisgrove and Director of Football Operations, Craig Robertson, met Crawford Allen yesterday to review the incident and they heard the match day audio. Um, They understood from James Bisgrove that the meeting had been constructive, informative and conducted amicably. This does not appear to be reflected in the club's statement. So that was the statement that we had on last night. Uh, They say that it was pointed out that the incident in question, it was a subjective handball and the VAR, who's Willie Collum, didn't think it was a clear and obvious error to refer to an on-field review, which we all sort of knew, I think, over the weekend, or we'd all figured out, and we certainly said that last night. Um, they then add that the offside wouldn't have been mentioned at the time because it isn't part of the decision-making on handball. They say it was highlighted at the meeting that had VAR considered the incident to be a handball offence and asked the ref to carry out the review, that's when the attacking phase of play would have been checked and the offside would have been identified. Uh, they say that that information was then relayed to broadcasters in-game but they're reviewing the process of information dissemination 
in big words now, uh, to avoid any perceived ambiguity in future. At the SFA go on to say there was an overall consensus that the incident could not have led to a penalty kick being awarded in any event and there was no impact on the final outcome of the match. There's some other points in there about their kind of procedures and what they're going to try and do in the future. And finally, uh, it says, we note posts from a recent official media partner of the club detailing requests from the private meeting that were immediately rejected. Um, that basically is the bit which is Willie Collum shouldn't be involved in Rangers games again. And the Scottish FA say we would ask club representatives to show greater responsibility in such matters, especially in the context of recent incidents in European football that have compromised the safety of match officials and led to widespread condemnation. I don't really like reading out statements. I hope you're still awake. There was just a lot there to at least try and get out. Um, let's bring in Gary, who's on the line first, and see what he makes of it all. Gary? Hi, Baron. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Gary. Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm currently driving up from England at the moment, so I've got 179 miles still to go. Oh, good luck. A, a very bloody booster. <laughs> good luck. Uh, so it was just uh, about uh, the current uh, statement ping pong that's currently going on at the moment, uh, and just how it reflects badly on the, the Scottish game as a whole. Uh, it doesn't do us any favours. It, it just continues to there's, oh, there's obviously been that bad between Rangers and the SFA and the SPFL in the past, and this just isn't helping to heal rifts. Uh, I feel that by bringing the, the offside into it half an hour after the original fall, there's so much that made people feel that there is a sort of cover-up there. I don't think that's been the issue. I think what's happened is Wally Fallon has not given the penalty, they've not checked the offside at the time, so they've then seen the backlash at half-time and tried to cover themselves a bit, like Kenny Miller was saying last night. And that's what I think sort of annoys the Rangers fans. It's rather than holding up their hand and saying, Wally Ballum didn't think it, think it was a handball. We think that was the wrong call. Had that then been given, it may have been brought back to the offside, and it may have been given as offside. So it may have been the right decision in, in the long run. Mm-hmm. Bringing that offside in half an hour later, I've made it worse for them. Here's one that I, I don't think I've asked this right. The more this goes on, trying to get my head around the depth of response here, Gary. Would you, right now, on Thursday night, would you rather not know it was offside? I would probably curious. say so. I'd much rather they come out. I, I, I mean, it would have made the, the fans angry and itself. Yeah. Because obviously everybody, 99% of people have said it's the wrong call, that it should have been a handball. If they hadn't got the offside into it, then people have just said that Willie McCollum, Willie Collum, sorry, made a mistake. And it's a very poor mistake. But it's been a mistake and there's nothing mm-hmm. we can do to change yeah, it. I think, the reason, I think the reason I ask Gary is almost trying to understand like why it was done, right? Because we very easily veer towards cover up and, and this person's lying. But like I said, the alternative, right, the alternative is that this Thursday night, we're still getting calls saying, we've been robbed here, Rangers have been robbed, we could miss out on the title here because of this, because of this penalty that wasn't awarded. So somebody has decided, let's just show that it wouldn't have been a penalty anyway, to take that stuff away. Now, as you say, clearly that's not worked. But do you see what I mean when I spin it round that way as to, people are now saying like the worst thing that they did was bring offside into it. Are we not at least better knowing that it, it wouldn't have been a penalty in any circumstance? 
Yeah, I, I think we would have been better with that. Uh, I think it's, it's definitely muddied the waters, as I say. And as you say, it has paid people down calls of cover-up. Mm. Honestly, I don't think that's the case. I think they have looked at the, the half-time reaction, realised how bad it was, and then decided, no, we need to bring, bring up this off-site to, to try and spike that under the rug, and it's just not worked. Well, Mark, it's been, I mean, what a mess all round. If we're still talking about it, by the way, and again, as everybody knows, we're still talking about a decision that actually isn't a mistake in the end in yeah. terms of, of outcome. But it's the way that it's all come about is, even by Scottish football standards, incredible. Well, bizarre from start to finish. You know, from the the actual incident to what unfolded, you know, 50-odd minutes with the offside. What about the kind of latest update? Bring us up to today, then. Um... Uh, in terms of the SFA statement, now I've, I find that weird. I, I think clubs have got a, a greater responsibility to... If the SFA were under the opinion that everyone left the meeting amicably and that was fine and everything was explained, then I think clubs have got a greater responsibility to to keep that in-house and, 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 and keep it like it was when they walked out the door with the SFA. It's almost like stoking up things again for whatever sake. I don't know what Rangers want the outcome of this to be. No, by the sounds of it, they want it to be that Willie Collum isn't involved in but their games listen, anymore. Listen, that's, that's never going to happen, ever. And Rangers, the the chief exec, the board members, the manager, the player, they must know that's never going to happen. So why put it out there? They're not, do you think they're really in the boardroom at boardroom level, sensible people thinking, we're going to say to the SFA about Willie Colm, they're going to agree to it, and Willie Colm's never going to ref another Rangers game. Do you think game. that's an appropriate request, Gary? I think, I think there's got to be a bit more See the problem with that, Gary, right? See the problem with that, because you're right, and when you look at that through the Rangers lens, I've just been inundated all day with tweets from people saying, look at this, 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 look at all these favourable decisions that Willie Collum gave Rangers. Like, where does it get us? That That's the bit I'm trying to, to get to the bottom of, and people saying that well, Willie Collum was on VAR for Conor Goldson's alleged handball last year, and if he had it in for Rangers... He would have given. He would have given that. He would have recommended a review. My goodness, we're talking about Kurt Broadfoot apparently on social media. It was the one where Willie Collum heard the contact. So, where, where does that stuff get us? Is it not the case that every club could? I mean, I remember. I'll view everything through my own bias as well. I remember. I think there was a time when Kevin Clancy had sent off X amount of Motherwell players in one season. Mm. But I mean, can every club not do that? I think it is a slippery slope. There is, there is that, obviously, in the, in the background as well. Uh, but I, I really don't know what the solution is because now, any time he, he referees a, a game at Ibrox, it's going to be absolute poison. And there's, there's no way about that. And there's, there's no way but, of... But, but surely the club has to take responsibility for that by 
by putting out there that they don't want Willie Collum to referee any more than their games. So it makes it an even bigger target for, for what Willie Collum was facing anyway. Like, it was a mistake, or I thought it was a mistake. Does Willie Collum think that's a mistake just now? I, probably I, I, not. I, I he said, probably still thinks he stands by it. I said this last night, Gordon, purely, <laughs> purely on the way that this is all going to blow back specifically on Willie Collum. I don't care if Mark still thinks it's a penalty. Uh, um, Gary does loads of people Well that's fine I'm not mm-hmm. disagreeing with that But what happened then Was last night we heard that Willie Collum is a liar He has He personally Has covered up his own mistake All that sort of stuff Whereas I think We, we should sort of know Now Listening to the way The, the, the Scottish FA have explained it um, A bit in the statement Interestingly Bobby Madden Popped up with quite a lot of Detailed explanation On social media last night as well Willie Collum personally did not send out the image with the offside. Mm. Willie Collum did not come up with that offside image, which we said last night. I don't know how we would have had the time to do it personally. Um, so, and by and, and then on to what Mark says. Right now, twenty past six on the Thursday night, Willie Collum might well still think that he got that decision right. Mm. So this notion that he knows he's made a mistake. And he tried to cover it up. I think that's the bit that's personally unfair. Yeah, it's 100% unfair. I know Willie Collum like the rest of the lads. And I've got to say my opinion, right? This is my opinion. Willie Collum is a very experienced referee. I think he's been refereeing since, what, 2006. He's refereed all over the world in big, big games. And it's quite easy to sit and pick out mistakes and the favours, he's, uh, decisions he's gave other clubs and whatever. That's the easiest thing in the world for a guy that's uh, that refereed in such high-profile games and how many he's refereed in. But I would be, I'm 100% certain, Willie Collum, whether he thought it was, he obviously didn't think it was a penalty kick, and I've got to be honest with you, it wasn't until half-time until I changed my mind. So I should have put something out there as well. Um, but... Willie Collins certainly is not a liar and he's not a cheat and that's a 100% fact. He may get decisions wrong. Uh, I think every referee, every official does throughout their career. I think every footballer, every manager does. But to label him with that, that he's trying to cover it up is, mm. is not fair, Gordon, at all. I think, like I said, it's now, it's officially untrue and I, I wondered about it in terms of him. Personally, you can still grumble about the process and I think lots of it's justified. He has not, half an hour later, conjured up the offside image. It's not his. It's not in his remit. It's, it's not probably not even possible time-wise for him to do it while, while there's a game raging on. So, but has the way this has been handled overall by the Scottish FA... Has that contributed? Has that hung Willie Collum out to dry a little bit, or what, what, what's happened here? Then? Yeah, I think I think I think what's happened is someone that we don't know has put that image out there because of probably as I think Gary touched on it there, and I think he's quite right. I think they've looked at the backlash of this and thought, right, okay, we can calm this situation down because it's Celtic Rangers. We know what happens in Celtic Rangers. It's a massive, massive game. So you think it's well intentioned and yeah. it's just not had Her- the right. I think I think they, they, they put it out there to basically calm everything down. They've seen the reaction and what's happened is it's timing timing's everything fire. on it. Yeah, I think it's even fire. it's worse that it comes five minutes after half time. I yeah. think if it was before half time, people wouldn't jump to the idea that they've had that fifteen minutes to look mm. over things and come up with some elaborate plan. What do you make of 
the 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 element there about Willie Collum and being requested not to ask, uh, be involved in Rangers games. Nonsense. Again. It's uh, you can uh, listen. I can understand if Rangers want to be argue, uh, angry and everything with situation. One thing, right? Let's let's look at the biggest picture here. It didn't affect the outcome of the game. Rangers get beat, Celtic beat them. Simple and straightforward as that. But you cannot, as a club, I'm sorry. You, I don't care if it's Rangers, Celtic, Mother. You cannot, as a club, decide who's going to uh, be the officials of your game. You know, you can't turn around and say, well, Willie Collins gave a bad decision there. We don't. What happens if John Beaton's the next one? Well, we don't want John Beaton. Uh, that's a fate. It's incredible that the club, the Rangers, that obviously I was a, as a young lad, I can't believe they'll come out with that. I, I really can't believe, and plus if I, I think Mark makes a good statement that I don't think there's anybody inside the corridors of Ibrox actually believes that will happen. Mm. Okay, thank you, Gary. Good time to call. We'll get you on next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hear it. Watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West for 50 years. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here. It's 01419511025. It's usually fun, light-hearted carry-on when these two are involved, but this is one of those nights that proves Scottish football does not always have a sense of humour. Very serious matters involving VAR and statements and refereeing protocol and all the rest of it. Let's get stuck back in with Ian, who's on the line. Hi, Ian. Hi. Um, I, I'm on to speak it obviously about Wally Collum mm-hmm. uh, as I said to your producer I think Wally Collum has brought this on self there's a lot of people looking at Rangers and looking at the SPFL or the SFA or whatever but Wally Collum started this and Rangers are more Rangers are within their rights to ask for somebody who's incompetent totally they've spoken about what annoys me is Wally Collum has been spoken about more on this programme than any other referee I can ever remember. I'm not saying other referees don't make mistakes, but he makes more high-profile ones, I think, than any other referee. And if he's incompetent at his job, then Rangers, even though it won't happen, Rangers are surely entitled to ask what he does at referee a game if they don't think he's he's up there. Would it not be more up to... And by the way, you don't have to have faith in him, you don't have to think he's good or whatever... Um, but would it not be up to the, the Scottish FA's refereeing ops team to decide who's good and who's not? What I mean, what, what sort of league operates where the clubs decide who's incompetent and who's not and then get to act on that? Like how would how would it work in practice, Ian? No, I'm not saying what I'm I'm not saying that but you kind of are though, you're saying he's incompetent, so therefore Rangers can say that he's incompetent and ask that he doesn't referee their games again. I just want to know how it works practically. I get Rangers fans are angry at Willie Collum, but I still don't really know how it how it works. Yeah, because, right, okay, what they call him is there to do a job, right? He comes in to do a job. It's like, to me, it's like every other person who does a job with you. If somebody's incompetent or you believe they're incompetent, you don't want them Mm -hmm. doing that job. 100%, but that's the point, right? We're probably incompetent at times in here, so hopefully the way it'll work is my boss will listen and think, right, that's rubbish, Gordon's no good, I don't want him to host the show anymore. You wouldn't get to decide, Ian. No. Do you know what I mean? That that would be the analogy then if we're talking about any or, other... Or, or Rangers or Celtic calling up the boss and saying, by the way, get Gordon Duncan off the air. Uh, it just no. doesn't work like that, Ian, because no, of one no. decision has went against the club. But you're misconstruing what I'm saying. You're, you're saying that Rangers aren't entitled to ask that question. 
because if you're if you're running a show for my house, I'll decide who who wants to come into the to do the show for my house. I've now totally lost the analogy, I must admit. Ian, I suppose here's here's the example, right? At the weekend, right? At the weekend, at the weekend, right? Alan Forrest get booked for diving for Hearts, right? Probably the worst decision of the weekend, believe it or not. And today, Hearts have won the appeal. What do we do if Hearts now request that that ref doesn't referee their games anymore? And then Mother will do it. And that's what I'm talking about, the practice of it. How, how can any league function where clubs decide who does and doesn't ref their games? It's no, a genuine question. I'm not, I'm not saying Rangers have to decide, but I've got the right to ask. Okay, well, the answer's no then, though, isn't it, straight away? So what's the point? Because, because, right, how are Rangers supposed to make a protest against Willie Collin? And they're not supposed to say anything. And they're supposed to say, right, let Willie Collin come in, even though he's made so many errors. If that wasn't offside, Rangers would have been denied a penalty. Yeah, no, but it was offside, though. Yeah, but I know, but you're, you're switching things around to suit yourself. What if, what if, and then when I do it, you say, oh, but it was. You know, you're, you're making up things as you go along. I didn't, make it, I didn't make anything. That was more of a fact. But to be fair, right, OK, we'll get back to Because I did do the analogy first, so you can have your apology for that if you want it. But I think what, what we're trying to cut to the chase of here is, of course Rangers can be angry, frustrated, concerned, raise issues. Is there not a big gap there between that and this guy must not refer games again or, or even asking the question. Should you say, what are Rangers supposed to do? I'm sure there's loads they can do, but does that list of options include requests to not referee the games again? Well, there's nothing there that says you can't, is there? No, I'm talking about whether that's like practical or doable or advisable. Well, to well, me, Rangers know it's not going to happen. This is the point I'm making. Right? Rangers know that that isn't going to happen. But by putting that out there, they're letting everybody know what they think about Wally Collum and, and Andy's incompetence. Because if they come out and say Wally Collum is totally incompetent, he can't do his job, then they'll get dragged up in front of the SFA. So this is better? Yeah. Wow, okay. What do you think? Yeah. Is this a better way of going about it? Um, yeah, look, I'm not sitting here saying that Willie Collins is the best referee in the world. You, you, Good. I'm glad of that. To be right, fair, you've got you've got your own decisions on our referees. I think um, sometimes they come in for a lot of unfair criticism. Uh, I think you make good points there, Gordon. And, and my uh, listen, Rangers are well within the right to conduct their business inside Ibrox the way they feel fit. They run the club and the the, the board run the club, and but. If you're looking at overall football in Scotland, you cannot, you know, you can ask a question and you 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 said what the answer was going to be, no. You cannot just say, well, Willie Collum made a terrible decision uh, as far as we're concerned at the weekend. Um, so we don't want my referee. What happens if Nick Walsh in the next couple of weeks gets, when next month gets a Rangers game and it's a terrible decision, Rangers come out of that game. Oh no, he's been a poor, he's... He, you know, missed a decision there. So we'll request them not to. As you said, Hearts had great opportunity. you seen one of the biggest injustice uh, last week at Tynecastle with Forrest. Um, so do they come out? So it just opens a can of worms up for everyone. Mm. I've but not got a problem that Rangers don't think Wally Collins the best referee in the world. I've not got a problem with that. But I've got the problem I've got is you cannot dictate to Scottish football who's got a referee. Your See games. if you feel that strongly about it, and within your club you think that's a realistic um, statement or a realistic request to put to the SFA. And you've brought it up at the meeting, and the SFA at the time would have says, "Okay, that's your opinion. It's never going to happen." And you leave amicably. 
what you don't do then is release that to the public. If if you are that strong about it, you've had the opportunity to sit face to face in a meeting that, by the way, came about very quickly. I don't know if there's been many other clubs that have had grievances with refereeing decisions this season and managers who are really under pressure for their livelihoods and jobs have had meetings put in place so quickly as Rangers have done. But that's, I, I, I don't know about the time frame. But, but what, if I, that's I think, your feeling, what you don't do then is come out of that meeting, release a statement and then release that you don't want this certain referee to referee games. Now, of course, it's going to be dismissed. The SFA would never do it. But what it does do is put the SFA in a position where the next game that Willie Collin would be down to referee a Rangers game, they've got a duty of care to their officials to allow Mm. them to do the best job on the day. Now, would that be putting an official in an environment where he could do the best job on on the day? The SFA would have to think about that. So, all in all, I think it's poor from Rangers to, to go as far as they have done over a situation that just had no outcome on the game or the result. No, that, do you know something? I was going to say that. that that's what surprises me so much, how this has rambled on so much, right? Is because that decision... If See, that decision had went against Rangers in such a important game and that offside was never offside and everybody thought it's apparently okay. Now, we might be sitting here... Willie Collin might be sitting listening to shows like this saying... I still thought it wasn't a penalty kick. My feeling, not that it matters at all, is that he, he probably does still think he right, made the right, right. decision. Right, so that's, just, that's, that's just that a, is Willie Collum, that's Willie Collum's opinion. Now, the, the the thing about it, and this is what surprises me so much, that if, if that had caused Rangers the game at Celtic Park, I can totally understand the anger from the Rangers fans because it's so important and, you know, the, 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 the run they were on, the new manager comes in. It didn't affect the game. Celtic won the game. Fair and square, we're probably the better side. Now, what's happened is, it's it's a backlash because, as Mark quite rightly said, it's the timing when the decision came out that raises eyebrows and all of a sudden people start pointing the finger at everyone. And as I said earlier, Willie Collin might sit there tonight and keep saying, no, I didn't think that was a penalty kick. He's entitled to that decision. I agreed with him at the beginning and then at half time I was putting my statement out in Sky saying I thought it was a stonewall penalty kick but it did not affect mm. the game and that's why I can't understand the anger so much anger and hatred towards Willie just now about this decision Final word to you Ian Do you know right I, I know I've been phoning up this station for quite a long time and I, to my knowledge I think I've only been on once about referees and I've waited this length of time since this has happened or to come on and, and say something about it because I wanted to mull it over but the thing is Willie Collum has had more high profile things than it, not just with Rangers but in a lot of games and it's no rent to me it's no Rangers job whether you think it's poor or Rangers or no it's not Rangers job to look after what they call them. It's Rangers' job to come out and speak their mind. And whether that sits well with the SFA or whether it sits well with what they call them or whoever else, it, that, to me, that's, I don't like to put pressure on referees because I think it's bad enough. You know, but like, we're all saying if buts and maybes, what if this happened, what if that happened, what if it would, and I say, what if it wouldn't have been offside? It could have cost Rangers. That is sort of, you can't miss that analogy as well. 
You know, because he didn't he obviously said he didn't think it was a handball and that's why it wasn't given. But it was obviously a handball, you slapped it a play. But again, this is this is the point, Ian, you, you would accept because by the way, the guys agree with you. I know this might surprise people. Mark Wilson was the biggest supporter of that's a handball in the studio at the weekend. It really is. But when it's a subjective issue, we, we can't make everyone agree with that. Do, do you know what I mean? Like we, we can't just keep presenting these as fact. And how is it any different from any other mistake to where clubs would then... You said it's not Rangers' job to look after Willie Collum. Fine, but is it their job to ask for Willie Collum not to ref their games? That would just be the obvious question back, surely. Well, why don't the referee put something, uh, the referee or the SFA put something in place to say you can't do that? It's Rangers or nothing. To me, honest, and I'm not just saying Rangers, but any club, if I'm not, if they're that not happy with a referee and they don't think maybe they're not getting a fair track of the work or they think he's incompetent, then I really don't know. Maybe Rangers have brought it up in SFA, telling the truth. You know, they're not, who's to say they're not the good guys? Cause what, do you, what do you mean, though? On, on what? What what they've come out and saying everything went well uh, at the meeting and everybody left amicably and blah blah blah. But we've only got their words for that. Yeah, no, I do think that's a, I think that's a fair point. That's why I'd love to have been in there mm-hmm. because the Rangers' statement last night does not suggest that they were happy with the outcome. Yeah. But the Scottish FA are pretty sure that it was at least amicable amicable to a point. See, see we're a, a slightly. I know, I know Ian's going off in one where I agree with him the fact that Rangers are quite entitled to turn around and say as a club we don't think Willie Collum is the best referee and uh, you know um, but where they're not entitled as a club in my opinion is to turn around and say well we don't want them refereeing yeah. our games I think cause, and then I asked Ian about the hypotheticals earlier which you didn't like but then at the end Ian's saying maybe other clubs should have the avenue to do that you don't have a league if the clubs pick the refs you, you just don't and that that's genuinely from sort of any level of football in any country our problem is and I know this show revolves around it we view everything through the lens of Celtic or Rangers mm-hmm. if you took a step right back and you couldn't see what colour Andy's jersey was there isn't a league in the planet that can function where teams dictate who picks the refs that, that's just obvious get a new it? rule one ref pick you no, get, you get no, you, no you, every club's are allowed to pick one ref they don't want. That's like seeing you play amateur football. It was always when you went to like Port Glasgow or something and it was always the same ref that would ref the home team and everybody would get raging about it. Is that what the Premiership has become? Good time to call. We'll try and get you on next. Glasgow in the West, league leader. For 50 years, Clyde One, Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are about to be joined on the line by Tommy in Govan. How's it going, Tommy? Hey, not too bad at all. Good um, man. What are you thinking? Uh, but what I'm thinking is, I, I think there's a wee bit of a, a red herring here and a misunderstanding, I think, about what the overall frustration for Rangers is. Um, the fact that the offside and handball or whatever um, isn't really, I think, what Rangers are frustrated about. I think it's that almost every season there's at least one or two marginal decisions that always go uh, against Rangers and are for Celtic. We've had two this season. The first one with Essers and Ibrooks. The fact that it was offside is completely immaterial. It was deemed to be not a handball, which is an absurdity. Um, so I think Rangers are almost kind of lashing out and saying, look, something needs to be done about this. We don't want him what refereeing our games out of frustration I think out of a feeling that 
look, there's only three three possible reasons why Colm said that wasn't a handball. Number one, he wasn't paying attention or it's, it's incompetence. Number two, he's crooked. Or number three, he's intimidated at making a decision. And I think it's the latter. Or, or Tommy, right, and I know I know this is hard because I've been there and I'm as... Listen, see when Scotland are playing, I'm as sort of biased as anybody... What if Willie Collum just didn't think it was a clear and obvious error? He just didn't think it was an unnatural movement. Mark Wilson disagrees with you. Eh, disagrees with him. He agrees with you. So does Gordon Diel. Well, he wasn't paying attention then. But again, this is the problem, isn't? Did we just do that for every mistake? And I get, I, I, I keep repeating it till we're blue in the face. These guys agree with you. They think that that was a handball before you take the offside into account. But w- if we, if we're not allowing people to make mistakes that. Maybe you do think they're baffling. Maybe you do think they're inexplicable. But it, it's just that's just what decision making. Tell me, but it? going back, how far are you going back with this marginal decisions going against Rangers? Uh, oh, Tommy, he's, he's about to rhyme off. No, he I, I, just because like, Willie Collum was the referee. I've, I've spoken about it in a show in a game that I played at Celtic Park. He gave a penalty. I was must have been five foot away from him. He gave a penalty with Kurt Broadfoot, and I think it was Daniel Mustorovich. And he, he clearly couldn't see it anyway. So was that, that way, the infamous he heard the contact. He heard the contact. One Rangers won three one. I think Kenny scored the penalty. He did so actually, yeah. I, I played in another game where at Ibrox we were denied an unbelievable Stonewall penalty when Neil Lennon was just wiped out in the box. I think it might have been Stevie Smith or something like that. So how far are you going back with us? These decisions happen and they're hard to take at the time. Believe me, it's even harder. See, when you're on the pitch and uh, and you end up losing, and especially at home like I, I did that day, it's hard to take. But you have to come to the realistic conclusion that there is no conspiracy. There is no cheating. There is no agenda against one club. What, what I'm trying to say, I think my point is, is that there's been a sustained sort of pressure put on referees over decades to, to, to give decisions, there's going to be a backlash. And I think the referees are genuinely, when the, there's a, a 50-50, was it, was it no? I think subconsciously even, and I'm not saying that Willie Collins a cheat, I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. What I'm saying is, and I think Rangers' frustration is, there's a feeling, and any Rangers fan will tell you the same thing, we know if there's a 50-50 decision, it's going against us. We know it. We know it. But I think the point is, Tommy, you're as convinced about that as fans of opposition teams will be the opposite way and that's not the case. Is, is this not just the very nature of subjectivity? All day long, for the last few days, I've got people tweeting saying, well, why is the same um, hullabaloo not being raised about David Turnbull? He was pushed in the back, the offside flag went up, we didn't check that. And, and, and everybody just does their... They're kind of counterpoint, don't they? Willie Collins, the VAR last season when Goldson handballs it. If he's really got it in for Rangers or if he's really intimidated, does he not just give that against Rangers? Is this not always down to that thing that we do where we can only really view it from our own team's bias and then we're all in an echo chamber. We're convinced that our team is hard done by and then that kind of clouds everything else. Well, I, I, all I'm trying to say is, and if, if you don't agree, then fine. That, that's the whole point of having an opinion. Mm-hmm. I think absolutely you can look at things over the last kind of 10, 20 years and say there's been a sustained campaign where if referees... Remember the guy, Dougie McDonald, who actually lost his job for making the right decision, but he changed his story, uh, you know, a couple of years later. The guy mm-hmm. lost his job. Right. 
And I'm, I'm no advocating for that, and I don't think Colm should lose his job. I think, it, well... But it is a, but it is a Glasgow it, thing, though, isn't it? Or it's because, look, it's because of the size of these clubs. I think that's the point I'm trying to make, right? As an example, take you back a couple of weeks, we've had VAR, and they decided that after every round of fixtures, an independent panel would review the decisions, and they would try and see which ones they thought were right and were wrong. Now, in the first batch, in that first round of fixtures, the club that was officially... Hardest done by was Dundee, right? They they had two major errors that VR had got wrong against them. Nobody but nobody, Tommy, phones up here to say that there's an anti-Dundee pressure. They just don't do it, do they? Even although we're talking about like official mistakes that were made against them. Well, listen, if your mother well or you're anybody, I mean, almost certainly you have more decisions going against you than you get going for you. No, but mistakes, though. I'm not talking about the number of decisions. I'm talking about actual mistakes. Well, it's the same thing. Some of the decisions sometimes are mistakes. You you know, but obviously the crowd come into it. There's a lot of factors, and I think that's what I'm trying to say somehow, that there is a factor involved here, and it's an intimidation factor. I honestly believe Referees are worried about making decisions. You know, but, I mean, look at the Julian one. The three guys were offside, and I don't know what went. All right, it's a goal. I mean, so things like that. Rangers have got a catalogue of things over the last five. I know, but everybody thinks they've got a catalogue. That's all I'm saying, Tommy. Everybody thinks they've got the same catalogue, and then everybody just argues over whose catalogue's got more pages in it. Well, uh, we've had two this season already. And I think Rangers are trying to put a line in the sands and saying, and I, I, I don't think they honestly think Colum's never going to repeat in our game. I think they're saying, look, there's a line in the sand, something better be done about this. No, but I think they're doing. But everybody I think pre- they're deflecting from from performances on the pitch. See if I'm being honest. Okay, these decisions might have went against Rangers. I I agree. Uh, it was a handball, but wouldn't have. Wouldn't have. The outcome wouldn't have been a penalty. Didn't the outcome of the game? But I tell you what, everybody's doing now. They're talking about the decision. They're not talking about Rangers being beat after being on the ascendancy and Celtic, you know, everybody's talking about them stuttering and Brendan Rodgers under pressure. Nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about the manager's team selection. Nobody's talking about Dessers really now. Nobody's talking about the manager's substitutions. It's about the statement put out about Willie Colm. And that's all been forgotten about. Same with the game at Ibrox earlier in the season or last season or whenever it was. Everybody spoke about that decision rather than the actual defeat. It's like deflection. Well, the overall problem there, to go back to that then, Gordon, my goodness, we argued about that decision as well. Mm-hmm. Is for me, it's when we all present subjective decisions as fact. Tommy is well within his rights to think that the goal that was chopped off at Ibrox earlier this season is the wrong decision. I don't, I don't mind if Tommy says that. Mm-hmm. But what we have to acknowledge is that loads and loads and loads of people don't think that was a mistake. But if you're collecting these subjective decisions that can go either way and saying, well, that, that's a, it's a cast iron mistake, it just is, mm. that, that's kind of what bias is, surely. And, and if you are to do it the opposite way around, you'd be equally as biased on, on the opposite yeah, it's side. Quite, it's quite simple for me. If, if Willie Collum walks in here just now and sits down and says, do you know what, guys? I told, I've, I've heard your show. I'm listening to what your opinions are. But I still didn't think there was enough there to give a penalty kick. That's an opinion against my opinion, your opinion, and Mark's opinion. You've got to respect that. That's a lot of opinions. You lost me there. Yeah, that's that's not someone lying or cheating or whatever. That's just, as I said earlier, when I seen that in real time, Mark was the first to come in, and I I commend him in that, and he said, penalty kick right away. I argued with him. 
saying I didn't think there was enough in it, didn't see enough in it. To give a penalty kick, and then at half time, obviously, I backtracked very quickly and I it's changed like my you. mind. No, no, but I, I just think that, I just think that if, if, I know what Mark's saying there about the deflection and everything. I'd like to ask if, if, if Rangers won the game and that situation was there, I don't think we'd be having such an outcry of this. I really don't. I think that one or two would come on and talk about Willie Collum, oh, he, he, he got out of jail because of the offside and it got put up there and criticised, which rightly so, because something that was trying mm. to made right at the time was probably wrong. And no, it was a wrong decision, but it wasn't Willie Collum's decision. I know nobody wants to hear this, right? But just as a sort of more general point about how, again, that how VAR's supposed to help, but sometimes it doesn't. Something I've not really seen raised, seeing sort of... Traditionally, or, or what we're used to, see when that ball gets flighted towards Abdallah Seema, linesman's flag up, offside, free kick, there we go, and, and everybody moves on. Mm. But we've got so beyond that now. First of all, I don't know if he would have spotted it because that's what um, VAR's there for, you can't mm. always spot them. And now, of course, assistants are sort of encouraged to, to maybe Keep don't, don't be too quick yeah. Yeah. and wait and see, and then you can check it back. But can you imagine? Imagine that ball goes up, flag, the old offside, flag, yeah. Mm. And it, We've lost five days of content on this show. <laughs> well done, assistant ref. You <laughs> kept us going. Your New Year's resolutions again, yeah. if that happens. Anyway, 01419511025 to keep their calls coming and also to play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the football. Right, beat the pundit time. You won't grudge us 90 seconds of comic relief. From all the seriousness of Scottish football today, if you want to take on Mark or Gordon, call before seven on the usual number and you could be playing next. First for football, for 50 years, this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here. It's 01419511025. Usually at this portion of the show, I will run through what the main talking points are from the first hour that you've missed to see if you want to elaborate on any um, but there's no prizes for guessing handball offside Willie Collum VAR incidents from 25 years ago etc etc that's what we do best so keep your calls coming if you so wish if you want to go for more traditional winter break fair of my team should sign X, Y and Z and let go of A, B and C we're here for you I've got a funny feeling it might be more of the same looking at these phone lines. Let's play this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the football. Yes, beat the pundit. I've been looking forward to this. This is a huge year for you two because Bye. Wilson's end to 2023 was disgraceful. I think his performance really? his first half mm. of the season really bad yeah if we were to release the audio of some of your beat the pundit performances mm. both, uh, and you talked okay. up with the first hour tonight so and you, you, <laughs> you still have your moments so I think 2024 yeah. I want you both to just, just concentrate a bit more nah. just try and knuckle down do your research listen carefully I've had to the a lot of my mind recently yeah mm. well, so is he you hear about him what you hear about him be? last night no he was oh. exposed I'll, get, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about it in a minute Let me bring in tonight's contestant first I don't mean exposed like that by the way Wow That's, a, that's an entirely That's an entirely different uh, An entirely different thing uh, Marshall is on the line from Vermont, USA How's oh, it going Marshall? Marshall. That, that is great Hello panel, how are you? Marshall Marshall My favourite caller of the year easily What makes you call from Vermont? 
Well, I, I actually listen to you guys to politely fall asleep every night. So it is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I was going to say why. I don't mean to like do us down too much, but is what is there a? Are you? Did you used to live in these parts, Marshall? What's the like? Has his lost no, that no, accent? I had the pleasure of being over in Glasgow a number of times, see some of my favorite bands, and uh, just got into uh, Scottish football, and it's wonderful and. I, I very much enjoy listening to you. Have That's you got fans, Marshall? Have what you got fans? What do you mean? He says, I was overseeing my favourite fans. Bands. Bands. Oh, oh, sorry, Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> I thought he was famous. <laughs> what are you on about? I, I thought he said fans. Jink, it's Eminem on the phone. <laughs> I thought, yeah, yeah, totally I thought we've got a famous Marshall. Jink, it's Marshall Mathers on the phone. <laughs> Oh my. Uh, no, no, no. oh my goodness, Marshall. Well, uh, as you can hear, you've not got much to compete oh against no. tonight, should it be tails, well, but it, it might be heads, right? Heads, it's Mark Tails, it is Gordon DL. Let's go for tails. I'm you afra- you should go. I'm afraid it's heads, it's Mark uh, Wilson. Good luck, Marshall. I'll tell you what, if you get beat by Marshall. Where, you, where is he from? Vermont. Vermont, where about you? No, no, tell him where it is, Marshall. Vermont in the northeastern United States. Right, okay, and you're hoping to beat... And remember, East is... Yeah, I know the way I'm going in. And you're hoping to beat Mark in Scottish football tonight? Yeah, that, that would be my hope. I am wishing you all the very best, amazing. Marshall. I'm amazing. with you. Right, okay, what we'll do is give Mark some greatest... If you lose to a guy that has never even lived here, you're was, in trouble. Was it, I was going to say, I'm under a wee bit of pressure here. <laughs> By the way, Gordon DL and myself and Marshall will request that you do not take part in any further Super Scoreboard yeah. shows. Good luck, Marshall. Oh. Right, let's give Mark some greatest hits radio. We'll need to, Gordon DL, between you and I, we'll need to give Marshall a bit longer, won't and we? He can hear that. It's all right, we'll turn him off in a minute. Um, we'll need to give Marshall a bit longer because of the delay on the line, surely. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't understand what he said, so we'll give him, right. we'll go over a few... What's he doing? What's numpty doing? I think he's listening to music now. It's all no, good. No, he's listening to Marshall. <laughs> what do you keep pointing for? What is sorry, it? Uh, wait, sorry, you, because they've put on a different radio station, but it's not music, it's people talking. So you can still hear So us. I can still hear you, so I'm Come being on, honest. Guys. Come yeah. on, production Is that an advert or is that... Uh, just, we'll turn it up nice right. and loud. Right, Marshall, Talk you've got quiet. 30 seconds on the clock, Marshall, and your time starts now. <laughs> Which current Celtic player has the most caps for a British side? Uh, Callum McGregor. Who's played more league games this season, Sam Lammers or Todd Cantwell? Todd Cantwell. Who's the only Scottish Premiership team who's not won away in the league this season? Um, Louis. In what year did Ross County beat Hibs to win the League Cup? Uh, 2015. Who was the manager of Scotland when they beat France in Paris in 2007? Pass. Which League One team in Scotland is the only team to have lost their last four league games? Edinburgh. Okay. Let's <laughs> bring back Mark Wilson. Can you hear us, Mark? Okay. Are you ready just, for this? Uh, Britney Spears was just about to come on there as well. You've got me a bad time. Well, pressure you're under here. Marshall's fell asleep. Marshall, good, isn't it? You're hoping he's passed out by the time I get asked the questions. Same, on you go. Same set of questions, okay. and your time starts now. Which current Celtic player has the most caps for a British side? Oh, Cal McGregor. Who's played more league games this season, Sam Lammers or Todd Cantwell? Todd Cantwell. Who's the only Scottish Premiership team who's not won an away league game this season? Oh, Lovey. In what year did Ross County beat Hibs to win the League Cup? 
2015. Who was the manager of Scotland when they beat France in Paris in 2007? Oh, Alex McLeish. Uh, which League One team are the only SPFL side who's lost their last four league games? Quick, 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 uh, just nervous and trying to make a good showing. Marshall, oh, Marshall, Marshall, my favourite yeah, so Right, let's go through Especially them. Because um, the great thing, Marshall, is <laughs> it's one of those like no pressure situations because you don't live here. You've never lived here, and this guy's supposed to be an expert. So um, we'll need to wait and see. Marshall's not accepting that. Is he? Which current Celtic player has the most caps for a British side? You both said Callum McGregor. Joe Hart. Joe Hart. Joe Hart. Hart Marshall. Nil. Nil. Who's played more league games this season? Sam Lammers or Todd Cantwell? You both said Todd Cantwell. It's Sam, Sam Lammers. Lammers. By, is it? By one. That's outrageous. Marshall, this is the no, the thing for you, Marshall. Don't worry about getting uh, them wrong. Just, yeah. You're still level with him. Still nil-nil, Marshall. That's, That's all, all so you good need game. to know. Who's the only Premiership team who've not won away from home? You both went Livy. Did we? And it's St. Johnston. <laughs> <laughs> this is some game. Oh, come on, Marshall. There's a, there's a theme developing Tie here. Breaker. In what year did Ross County beat Hibs to win the League Cup? You both said 2015. No way! No. It's 2016. It's nil nil. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have done so that if I was you, Gordon. However, <laughs> I was chapping my seat there. I was honestly, I was, like, I was chapping my seat. I was doing this to my seat, I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> did that last week anyway uh, Not as quick as that Didn't he <laughs> Marcel's um, getting to you Says not looking good for me I'm left handed As everybody knows <laughs> Who was the The manager of Scotland When they beat France In Paris in 2007 McLeish. It's Alex McLeish oh! Mark Wilson goes 1-0 up And it comes down to the last question Marshall needs it Mark knows he's not got it <sighs> Which that, League he? 1 team are the only SPFL side To lost the lost the last four Marshall's never even lived here As if he's going to get a League 1 question right <laughs> Shut up Edinburgh City It, it is Marshall and he's nailed it well Marshall done. get Marshall it, it the, We're off to the tiebreaker I could not be more delighted for Marshall Mar- so get out of bed You've got a tiebreaker Marshall have you managed that? Oh, I tell you what That's embarrassing that's Im- Marshall, no, no listen Marshall You've done well there Marshall he's... doesn't even know He's phoning Scotland He's just made this up Oh Marshall well done That's great knowledge Marshall did you know It was it a guess? No it wasn't a guess I knew it What a guess How did you know that Marshall? I'm on this show every week Super. How good is that? He's got to deliver the ball himself. You beat Marshall. Say, how are we getting a ball to Vermont? Oh, we no. can barely send them to Mount Vernon. Oh, I'll tell you that right. Edinburgh is impressive. I can't believe so that. good, so good. Right, anyway, tiebreaker: Marshall and Vermont up against. Oh, <laughs> this would be a bad defeat. <laughs> Celtic. Celtic played thirty-five league games last year, calendar year, and Rangers played thirty-three. How many league goals did they score combined in 2023? <sighs> Celtic played 35 league games. Rangers played 33. How many league goals did they score combined in 2023? On, Write it down, Mark Wilson, That's please, easy. and show me your answer. Oh, no. Okay, Marshall, what are you going? Mere in that. Um, 194. 
Marshall says 194. Mark's went 150. Mark Wilson says 150. Come on, Marshall. Quick, get, no. my, get my calculator out. What was I'm it? afraid I don't need it. <sighs> no, it's 167. Ah, Mark Wilson's done them. Yes! Oh, no. <laughs> that Marshall from Vermont. Doing <laughs> 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 well. Uh, you, no, on. no, no, listen, you don't deserve that. <laughs> and producer Chris or Michael or whoever's listening, uh, I don't care what it takes. Surely Marshall yeah. needs a sign ball sent to Vermont. I don't know how it gets uh, there, but surely, Marshall, you're a winner in my eyes. Yeah. I'd be, be in a place of honour, so thank you. Good man. Well done, Marshall. Yeah, that was a great game. Yeah. That was. Right, Enjoyed that. With you, buddy. Marshall, you're my new hero. Thank you. Take care. All right. Pleasure to talk to you all. Thanks. Cheers, Marshall. Cheers, Marshall. Nice, 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 nice guy. Much nicer than you just get beat with Wilson. Superior, <laughs> superior knowledge. I know. I've weak one. By the way. Oh, but anyway, a win's a win. Marshall's just another, another one of brushed aside. <laughs> He's sitting Christmas jammies still. Went to go for a sleep. That is ludicrous from you. Ludicrous. I was. It was a close shave. But look, I came up with the goods at the I end. I wouldn't have to have known what Marshall's saying anymore. Why? I don't know. I just when when I hear a first name Marshall. I mean, I like Marshall's, so but, but I, I, I don't I thought, care what his second name is. Ah, yeah, That's Request I remotely care what his second name is. I don't know, Marshall. I'd like to know. Not genuinely, I'll repeat it. Who cares? What, what do you mean? No, I just, I just would like to have heard right. what went with Marshall. Smith. Like, nah, there's no chance it's a Smith. It's quarter past two in the afternoon there. I'm more interested in what's what's Marshall up to and at the minute. Kept him on a bit Aye, what's, really it, what's he doing? What is he at his work or You knew it's quarter past two, right? Uh, because I've got, so Marshall I've got was, Eastern Coast time, my watch, because so my sister lives there. So Marshall must go to his bed at three and a half. He might be on the night shift. Oh, the podcast. He listen to the podcast, podcast like many people do. Oh, well, he really? can listen to himself get beat on the podcast. There it's you go, Marshall. Oh, tonight, oh, he's back. It? Marshall, are you still with us? Oh, no. Yes, I am. How are you? Good, Marshall. What are you doing right now, today? We're not We're not finished with you yet. Like, what are you doing? Like, right now, I'm just watching a little bit of snowfall across my lake here. Across my lake, oh, but I was lake. loving Marshall. Marshall, it's uh, not my lake. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. I was going to invite me, Gordon, and Mark out. Marshall, just <laughs> just out of curiosity, what's your second name? You don't have uh, to tell him. My second name is Stover. Stover, and I'll give you my address. Come no, on don't, don't worry about that. Oh, so could, we, over. Could, could we come on some sort of road trip? That'd be that'd be terrific. Have you got a big truck? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll rent a big camper van. Oh, I'm loving Marshall. <laughs> it's loving like, just imagine a really low budget. What is it, Jamie Redknapp and the League of Their Own that do it? We, we would be like the the fifty pence version of that. I think we'll, we'll take you to the high ends and the low ends here. I think Gordon's more interested in the low ends, quite frankly. I don't. I, I, I don't know what's the low end. No, honestly, Marshall, what a man. Hopefully, why do? What, let's not become strangers here, Marshall. We call back in again. I, I, it'd be my pleasure, and I hopefully uh, get to play. Uh, Mark played well and beat me. Make it but, Tuesday, uh, mate. Get revenge. No, make it I, Tuesday I, I, and a Thursday. Always phone in Tuesday, Thursday, around about this time. Thank no, you, Marshall. You Take care. One day. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good man. Yeah, I like go. him. He's a favourite caller. Any so far? I'm, I think I'm duty bound to say I like them all equally. <laughs> even, are even oh, nah, nah, we are not duty bound. We like Marshall the best. <laughs> um, the rest are okay, but Marshall just uh, knocked nice, out huh? the part there. What about Can't you, man? Um, 
What about you getting exposed? I, I teased it earlier on. You know how this what man... You've been up to now. Like it's I've been a, up to It's nothing. a difficult balance this guy strikes because he is, mostly because you and I made him, yeah. uh, a local celebrity. He just is, right? It's just the way it is. Mm. People are forever spotting him. My phone rarely goes through a day without receiving notice that he's in Asda mm. or he's in the gym or he's in Greg's usually in Greg's mm. or whatever other sausage roll shops are available how um, she shouldn't be in well funny <laughs> funny you say that because last night's you know he's been a bit vague as to like what he's been up to Aye. over the last few nights um, there's no escaping this because what else could he be doing someone tweeted in last night with a picture a selfie <coughs> of said tweeter arm round Gordon DL yesterday morning at the checkout desk of a hotel oh. in Scotland. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound good. And oh, a, so on a Wednesday. There, there is no excuse for that. That's bath night. Aye, Humpty. on a Wednesday at a hotel. Hey, <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. What were you up to? Nah, it wasn't me. It wasn't you. <laughs> uh, hold on. It was a lookalike. Somebody sent me the picture. It's unmistakably you. Mm, that was either you or Louis off. Carpenter, wasn't it? Louis wasn't there. <laughs> was it you checking out? No. I wasn't at a hotel. You've been pictured checking out of the hotel yesterday. I know night. you want to pay for a hotel. So well, somebody's... that's the thing. That, that Roger Hanna no. made that point last Aye, night. Somebody's... Did he? <laughs> he was giving you what for. Somebody's either paid for it or comped you or. Yeah. There's no way you're know. paying. For a hotel on a random Wednesday, just after <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> not a chance. Well, come on, <laughs> says the singing. What, what have you been up to? <coughs> you, you know me, Mark. I do know you. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> what you've been up to? Do you know how we've got him bang to rights, which is an unfortunate turn of phrase. Uh, the usually he's got he'll make up some story, but he knows, uh, he, knows he can't. He's given us stumped, absolutely nothing. Yeah, I'm struggling with that one. Actually. Good stay though. Nice, nice surroundings. Do you know what? As a friend yeah. to you, which I don't <coughs> like to do very often. I know which hotel, but I say you just to, I'll just leave that detail. Yeah, I no, think no, it's unfair. I've, I've no, no, you don't, 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 don't incriminate yourself, uh, please. I, I still don't think it was me. Well, I've seen the picture. And it's, was it me? It's one hundred percent. Well, them deals. Must have been a good night if you still don't think it was you, but it is you. Anyway, we are going to speak to Stuart and Cardonald after <laughs> what a life you live. And watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West for 50 years. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Uh, right, we've been keeping Stuart and Cardonald waiting for quite some time, so I'm going to just very quickly do one or two things. Um, I'll read your teaser to you. Let me tell you again before we go any further, we need to go to Marshall's Gaff. I would love to. I've just been sent details of the town that Marshall lives in, and it is like a dream. It's like it's a it's picture postcard that is sensational. Marshall's hometown yeah. The lake up. That he's sitting Looking <laughs> out right now um, We'll put a wee picture On the live stream That is Marshall's lake That he was looking <gasps> out on No way Only you take a rods Woodbury Vermont <laughs> Sensational You never go anywhere With anywhere. your rod <laughs> Right let me give you This question quickly <laughs> The full time teaser With sliding wardrobe solutions East Kilbride Slat wall panels Available in seven colours Now in stock At East Kilbride At competitive prices Right I don't even want Any answers just now Because I want to get To Stuart's call But thanks to Jack Morrison For sending the question Can you name the last Ten Scottish players To be named In the PFA Scotland Premiership team Of the year Can you name the last Ten Scottish players To be named In the PFA Scotland Premiership team Of the year Right, you can get back to me. Stuart, sorry for keeping you waiting. How are you? 
I'm very well, Gordon. How are you? Good. Uh, I'm great, sure. I mean, you are following a man who was on from Vermont, um, and I'm sure Cordonald is lovely in its own way, but you've got big shoes to fill. What you got for us tonight? Well, listen, Gordon, as you remember, the last time I phoned you, I was in Lanzarote. Now I'm back in Cordonald. Uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, you've, you've done a bit of travelling as well. Yeah, but uh, so the day I was uh, coming back home was the day of the old firm game. And I was in the airport, and my plan was not to find out it's going to arrive home and then watch the game. Good luck. I couldn't resist. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, my main point is I want to try and get away from this Willie Column and the penalty debacle, right? My main concern is why did Ross McCausland not lift his head and put Seaman for an open goal? Why did Cyril Dessers not pull the trigger before Alistair Johnson took the ball off him? You know, the amount of chances Rangers had in that game. You know, I didn't want to go into the, the, the penalty situation. Rangers should and could have won that game based on chances alone. And uh, based on that, I, I have nothing to worry about. I mean, the winter breakdown just came at the, the right time for me. You know, I have fully full confidence in Philip Clement getting his right players in, getting hopefully some players back from injury, and then Rangers having a great second half of the season. We might need to talk about the actual football here. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for Stuart to give us an angle out of it, but you, you've heard the man. Come on. I think <clears throat> I think he makes good points in the fact that I think every Rangers supporter is delighted with uh, the way the manager's come into the building, what he's brought, Gordon. I think it'll be an, an exciting January. He's already got one player in, probably more to follow, um, whether he's got to change the style of player, whatever. But you can't argue that he came into a a team that was low in confidence. A lot of players were coming in for a lot of criticism. He's won a trophy already. The Europe thing speaks for itself. It's been absolutely brilliant. Um, so I can understand why the Rangers supporters are excited under this new manager. I think he's a real deal. I think he's a, I think he is a terrific fit for Rangers. Um, but as I say, it's up to him now to get the right players in. Um, he's been you know, forced with some lineups because of certain injuries to certain players. He he suffered a lot in the middle of the park, but he got on with it. I like the fact that he's introduced McCausland, a young player that when he came in, he looked at and thought, yep, yeah, he'll do for me. Gave him an opportunity and the boys certainly taking it. So I think there's a lot of, a lot of exciting things to come from him. And um, as I say, I think January will be a big month for Rangers. And, Mark, let's be honest, that... that simply will be and has to be the way Philippe Clement will be looking at it you know there's different layers of clubs and people who want to go and meet the SFA and you know and stick up for whatever sense of injustice or whatever it is that we've had in the first hour and a bit of the show I'm assuming Philippe Clement's not still going ah we'll see if we just get that handball or if it hadn't been offside I mean everything would have been fine he'll be surely (laughs) that's in the recycle bin what can what can we do what can we fix? What can we improve on? Who can we get in? What can we do better out of the group that's here? Yeah, if, if you're an Rangers fan, you'd like to think so. And Stuart's, Stuart's spot on. Uh, just the point I made beforehand about you know everything being deflected towards this decision. Stuart's right. Philip, come on. And, and some fans will look internally. What could they have done better to actually have a more positive outcome in the game? And Stuart's right. The chances created, especially at the end of the first half, Rangers probably should have done better. And how would that have affected the outcome of the game? But I said on the day, 
there was a Rangers fan on after uh, after the game saying that he didn't think Rangers played well at all, and I said, listen, I think I think Celtic and Rangers played well, and Celtic just edged it and magnificent goals. I think I still stand by that. I think Rangers acquitted themselves well against a good Celtic performance um, and created chances. On another day, if Desser stuck it away um, and you won at half time a different scoreline, who knows how the game could have panned out? So there was a lot of positives there. Philip Clement would see that as well, but. They have to get it right on the big day when Celtic come calling again. There's no point in <clears throat> having these good periods in the game and then the same result keeps happening. Now, I, I supported Celtic in the Tommy Burns era. There's a wee bit of feeling of that. You know, Celtic were great on the day against Walter Smith Rangers. However, Loudrop would just run up the park and score and the result would still be the same. And Rangers had a real grip. Celtic have got a real grip over Rangers just now know how to win games Philippe Clement has to break that cycle uh, Stuart I take it you're hoping for more kind of early business you know Fabio Silva was done and has already made his debut in fact before the winter break you're hoping for more early business to try and get bodies in yeah of course Gordon I think there will be at least another four players in before the, uh, the end of the transport window but in terms of it Lauren Shankland I don't think that will come to any fruition you know I think Hearts will want too much money for him plus uh, I would rather from younger players you know uh, don't get me wrong Lauren Shankland he knows the league he scores a bad goals his forum is red hot in recent games of course I would love him in but I don't think it will happen you know uh, but I trust in Mont. Uh, whoever he brings in will do a great job for us and uh, Honestly, I just think the second half of the season, Rangers will. Well, I think Celtic will drop a lot, a lot more points than Rangers will. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm overly confident for the second half of the season. Good man, thank you, Stuart. That was Stuart in Cardonald on 01419511025. He did not want, under any circumstances, to talk about the handball offside decision, which is his prerogative. I know it might not be a popular viewpoint, but there we go. Uh, what about that teaser I gave you? We're going to speak to John in just a second. Can you name the last 10 Scottish players to be named in the PFA Scotland Premiership Team of the Year? Taylor and McGregor, Celtic? Yes. James Forrest? Yes. Now, is Craig Gordon the goalkeeper? Is Liam Kelly, I think. Liam Kelly had a... Oh, no, Scottish. Um, yeah, Scottish. What, 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 Craig what, Gordon. What did you just say? <laughs> I get mixed up there. Craig Gordon. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. Did you have any idea where he was going there? By the way, that's the first time I've ever heard him apologise for anything. And I don't even know what he apologised for. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what was the confusion? Oh, nothing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I went down the wrong road there. It was like... You're still thinking of hotel stay, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Is Ryan Christie in it? No. Ah, oh, too far back, right? Okay. No, I just don't think he's in. Ryan Jack? No. Okay. okay. Shankland? No. Oh. Give you more thinking time. John is in Garkosh. How's it going, John? Hello, how's yourself? Good. What's your point tonight, John? Uh, well, just basically that uh, I think that it's been going back years that there's been too much sort of tolerance of uh, people criticising match officials. And obviously, I'm going to do that now as a Rangers <laughs> fan. But going back. Uh, uh, you've got every week. You've got uh, certain pundits on uh, Sky Sports, shall we say, that uh, are basically accusing referees of being biased towards Rangers, basically insinuating that they're cheating, partly some sort of conspiracy. 
Then last week he had the Motherwell manager, Stuart Kettlewell, came out and said the same thing, basically. said that insinuated the referees had cheated because he didn't give them a penalty. He said the Rangers would have got the penalty, insinuating that he would do that. Uh, so I just think, basically, the game on Sunday, Nick Walsh and Billy Collum, they've gone into that game and they're just thinking, no way keep any Rangers a penalty today, whatever you do, don't give Rangers a penalty, don't give Rangers a penalty. We can't deal with the backlash. And then, obviously... I call him seeing Alistair Johnson just punching the ball in the end he's just been like oh no uh, so, oh, no. so why why is that only why would that only just happen because I mean it's not like Rangers don't get penalties and that's not some sort of dig that's, I, I'm well aware of the social media phenomenon and we're debating about who's had the longest run of penalties in various countries across the planet it's not my intention but I mean Rangers get penalties don't they it's not, it's not like that. this is an ongoing thing well, I don't know. I mean, uh, Mark Wilson was mentioning earlier the Cup Broadfoot one for 2010. No, but I mean, even that right now, actually... this notion this notion that, because presumably you're you're saying, you know, um, pundits or whatever, and pr- so did the pressure only tip over the edge that week? I mean, I think we probably only need to go back to the 20th of December. Was that, was that probably, I mean, Rangers got a penalty that day. They, they, you know, it's not like Rangers don't get them, to repeat what we were saying earlier. Won big games in particular against Celtic because that uh, Broadfoot penalty that Mark was talking about that was actually the last time Rangers were awarded a penalty at Celtic Park and that's 13 years ago since then Billy Collum seems to me he sort of learned his lesson he's bottled out of ever given a decision against Celtic since then See the thing is though on that right see if it's as because I think regular listeners to the show know that I hate that sort of what about this incident what about that but I think if you're going to allege like favouritism or bias or whatever I think it's only fair last season all the Celtic fans phoned in this show to say that it was an absolute disgrace because Conor Goldson the ball hit his hand and Willie Collin was on VAR now to be very clear I'm not saying that was a penalty and I know there was an explanation after about was it in front of his face and all that sort of stuff but surely John if you were being fair minded about it you would concede that it was at least a debatable enough decision that had Willie Collum had it in for Rangers, he could have given it or he could have recommended an on-field review. If he had it in for Rangers or he was unwilling to give Rangers decisions and wanted to favour Celtic, he was on VAR last season, surely that would have been the prime opportunity to flex his bias. It's not bias, it's just bought one. He takes easy option. But, well, that's my point. But, but that, well, you've just said though that it's it's in Celtic's favour. So that was an incident that, if you're saying he's under that pressure, then if it's not by, if you're saying he's under that pressure, why not just recommend an on-field review that day for Conor Goldson's handball? And to repeat for the tenth time, I'm not saying I think it was a penalty, but it was clearly debatable enough that if you're under pressure to give Celtic decisions, you would do it on that occasion. Surely. I think he's more under more pressure to. Uh give decisions in favour of Celtic against Rangers. Uh, that's the same thing though, that's what I'm just saying. Ever, no, no, it's, but when did you ever hear a manager come out and say, uh, or a pundit come out and say that referees are biased towards Celtic, or a opposition manager say that, uh, that Celtic would get a penalty or something like that? It's uh, and It used to be managers wouldn't say things like that because they would get a ban, but now the SFA just seem to let them away with it really-nilly. And um, I think that's putting the referees under more pressure. What do you think, you two? Join in. I'm, I'm really struggling because I don't know the point John's making here. Are you saying managers have come out and said yeah, you hear that the, you bias hear the, you hear towards the, Rangers? I think in the last couple of weeks you, you do hear this sort of 
you know, I don't know, the Rangers got another penalty or whatever. Um, That's because they would have got another yeah, penalty. Uh, no, so, this, so this managers, no, no, I think it's probably the tone, isn't it? There has been a couple recently where it's almost like, ha, there you go, what do you expect? I think there's been, there's been a bit of that. But again, that's not... There is a rule in place that if you if you insinuate bias, John's right, you probably need to do it a bit stronger than that to, to mm. get the ban. And this is the problem. I said it earlier about presenting things as fact. Give me a minute, John. I guarantee you I'll find a manager who sat in the press room at Celtic Park and said the same thing. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee it. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but John's on to tell us it only happens against Rangers that managers do well, that. Well, I'd guarantee one thing, I'll pick John up on what you said, that I don't think, in my humble opinion... I'd be very surprised that Nick Walsh and Mullicom bottled it and thought we can't give a penalty kick. I don't think that... I, I think they're too experienced. I think they're too honest. They're professional referees that make mistakes and they're going to make mistakes. There's no doubt about that, especially in the modern day game. And, I, and you can look at every league in the world... And you'll probably get the same um, problems with referees and other clubs having a go at one or two referees. You see it down in England as well. But I'm not buying for one minute that Nick Walsh and Willie Collum were sitting there bottling it to say, we can't give Rangers a penalty kick. I, I'm the same as Daz because I struggle to, to keep up with calls like John who allude to those things that referees actively go into games thinking those thoughts. I mean, you think the amount of stuff referees have got in their plate where a game played at that pace and the eyes of the world on it and their overriding thought is if there's some sort of dubious call in the Celtic penalty area, we cannot give a penalty. I mean, come on, nobody can realistically or, or actually believe that stuff. It is absolutely bonkers. Of course that's not the case. They're there to do a job. Now, you can believe that... Perhaps they're not very good at their job, that's certain people's opinions, or they've made a mistake. Still my opinion, by the way, that Willie Colm did make a mistake, that it was a handball. But again, the overarching uh, end of the argument is it wouldn't have resulted in anything anyway. So, the fact it's went on this long has is, is been pushed purely by Rangers in this instance, and purely by those at boardroom level. I think what's weird about it, more than anything, just weird about it, not, you know, you can still debate handball, do, do what you like, knock yourself out, but the the very specific focus on Willie Collum, he's the VAR, right? So, he, he, yeah, he's, he's got extra time and cameras and all the rest of it. Nick Walsh didn't think it was a penalty either. Yeah. Right? Okay, mm-hmm. and, but I don't want Nick Walsh blamed. I'm just trying to, you know, work our way through this. Nick Walsh didn't think it was a penalty. And, of course, you can say... Well, he, you know, he was maybe a bad view, didn't get to see it again and whatever. But Nick Walsh played a part. You've you've also got, you know, as you guys have said, the fact that the outcome here is, um, you know, wouldn't have had a, a necessarily had a bearing on the game. Also, last night, it became verging on fact for some people last night in social media. It became verging on fact that Willie Collum had put out the offside image to cover his own mistake. That becomes then not a matter of opinion. That is factually incorrect. It is factually incorrect that Willie Collum put that offside thing out. Are people queuing up to apologise about that? I don't see it. Maybe they will do it in time, so forgive me if I'm wrong. And again, it's taken as fact that Willie Collum wants to cover up his mistake. When I'll repeat it again, something we said earlier, right now, Willie Collum might still think he got that right. Mm -hmm. So it's more 
the very specific focus on one man and creating facts that don't necessarily exist that I think's a bit weird, maybe a bit over the top. Because you can still be angry at the way it's played out. It's clearly a mess. Mm. And clearly, yeah. the putting out of the offside image after the fact has done way more harm than good. No matter how well-intentioned it was, it's clearly done way more harm than good. But this extreme focus, personally, on Willie Collin, I, I, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable how we arrived there. Yeah, I think it'll make a, a lot of people uncomfortable, Gordon. I don't think it's nice, personally, for Willie Collum. Um You're quite right in what you said. The fact that someone's put it out there. Now, you're saying it's fact that Willie Collum didn't put it out there. There's people who still not believe that anyway. They'll think that Willie Collum's looked at that half-time and thought, oh, hold on a minute, I need to cover my tracks. I don't think that for one second but that it's, that's it's, happened, it's also, right? So, but again, it's never happened. It's not even about like the opinion. It's like the VAR, I, I think we get, I don't want to get tangled up too much in the, the kind of intricacies of the process, but the actual VAR himself, he's not the one that provides the image to the broadcaster. It's not the, it's not the role. It's not what they're there for. They don't have time. Mm. Yeah, so what, what we're basically be a great saying, multitasker, if that was yeah, the case. Somebody else the game the, the images out. No, that's, that, that, that's the problem. So Crawford Allen will be annoyed. And probably not even, I assume, a Willie Collum will probably trust him. He'll trust Willie's judgment if Willie's still sitting there saying it's not a penalty. But surely he's annoyed internally at how that's played out within... Listen, I think there's every chance... House. There's every chance that Crawford Allen says, look, it's Willie's decision. If he thinks that, fine. R Crawford Allen... Well, Ranger's statement last night said there was consensus in the room. So if you read that, Crawford Allen possibly is saying... Yeah, do you know what? I can see why that's a handball. But Willie doesn't think it is. Mm -hmm. And could you have just taken a bit longer? Then you get to the review and then the penalty's not given anyway because of the offside, but it just plays out a bit a bit easier for everyone to digest. Well, it would have. It would have um, extinguished all the talk that we've had in these few few weeks. And, and maybe that is a mistake. Maybe that's what he would chat to uh, Willie Colm about. But... Again, we keep going over it. Willie Cole might just sit there and think, no, this is my opinion. This is why he might have a perfectly good reasoned explanation. And again, for clarity, I still mm. think it was a penalty, so he'd have to convince me a lot, but he knows the rules better than I do. Uh, um, but Crawford mm. Allen has, has ticked all his boxes and maybe the, the showing of the offside is the thing that will annoy him most. Thank you very much to John. Honestly, Rangers fans, if you're looking for a bit of sort of I don't know, solidarity with Mark Wilson thing. Go back and listen to the bit of the show between the handball and halftime. Mark Wilson is the biggest advocate of a penalty awarded to Rangers that you'll ever hear. It might surprise you. He was leading the campaign. Well, when they say leading it, let's just tone the language down a bit. See, to be fair, he only was leading it because he knew it was an offside. I did. A keen eye for offside. Anyway, thanks to John again. Very quickly, can you name the last 10 Scottish players to be named in the PFA Scotland Premiership team of the year? Greg Taylor, Callum McGregor, and Craig Gordon, James Forrest so far. Is Lewis Ferguson one? Aberdeen? Nope. Scott McKenna? Nope. Linked with a move back to Scotland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's struggling, isn't he? A bit. Next bit. Nope. Turnbull wasn't he one? Yes, he was. Oh, oh good shout. 2020, 2021 season. Shows the lack of Scottish players on this side, eh? Yeah. Think of the ones that get moved. Well, listen, you've, there's a pretty obvious one there. If we're going last 
The last ten Come on Scottish players over that period It's the last ten players right So I'll, The clue I'll give you You're looking for Gallagher The one that I'm alluding <laughs> The one I'm alluding to here Is from the 2018-19 season Scott Brown There we go Yeah You've got, you've got his poster on your wall For goodness sake <laughs> Anyway We're going to speak to Stevie next Glasgow in the West, league leader for 50 years. Clyde One, Super Scoreboard. Final part of tonight's show. We're a bit pushed for time. Very quickly, name the last 10 Scottish players to be named in the PFA Scotland Premiership Team of the Year. Greg Taylor, Callum McGregor, Craig Gordon, David Turnbull, James Forrest, and Scott Brown. What about a favourite of mine, Graham Shaw? No, yes, actually. Sorry, it is. Yeah. Oh, good shout. Slaughtered him on the show. No, I did not. Um, didn't did a bad game. Mark? Uh, no. None? Nah. Uh, Struggling. Um, we got what do you get? always say? There's a goalie. It's a goalie Alan in McGregor. There. Alan McGregor. Oh. Right, okay, we'll get back to it. Um, Stevie, Haghill, how are you? How are you doing? I'm all right, sir. How are I, you? I appreciate I said that as if Haghill was your surname. I know it's not. You're just in Haghill. Um, <laughs> what, what are you thinking, Stevie? Well, my point is about the, the handball, the penalty affair was... Uh, if, it had, if it was given as a penalty, but offside anyway. Mm-hmm. But my point is... Everybody in their granny thought it was a penalty, except for Willie Collum. Yeah. And but he knew there was a handball there. He didn't think it was intentional. He didn't think it was enough to give a penalty. So mm-hmm. why does it not say to the referee on the park, no penalty, corner the Rangers? I think the, the well, that, because VAR can't VAR doesn't give corners, right? So that's the problem. You have to take, and again, I know you'll be feeling saying, oh, what another another mistake. You have to just assume because Nick Walsh thinks it comes off Seema. Yeah, we agree there. Last, well, well, last. Yeah, I, 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 wouldn't ag- I wouldn't agree with. But did Mick Mick, uh, Mick Walsh put that eye? On because the yeah, because it's a it's a goal kick, right? So he thinks it comes off Seema last. So I, I don't know if it does or it doesn't. I don't think it does. But Nick Walsh clearly thinks that gives a goal kick, right? So at that point, Stevie, Willie Collins asked, you know, is there a handball there? Is there a clear and obvious error? Should we do an on-field review for a penalty? When he looks at that, it is not within VAR's remit here, England, Spain, anywhere in the world to say, listen, I don't think it's a penalty, but going to give a corner because it actually came off Alistair Johnson last. Well, well, so it's ju- well, it just well, can't well, happen. Well, should Willie Collum know then, say, is Nick Walsh, go to the camera, have a look, see what you think yourself? Only if he thinks there's a clear and obvious error for a handball, which you do, Mark does, Gordon Dale does. Everybody on the planet does, except but, for Wally Collum. I, I know that, but the point I'm trying to get is specifically, if he doesn't, if he doesn't think that, then he's, he's not, he's not going to ask for an on-field review. He's, he's just not, yeah. and it can't become a corner. So that's where the goal kick bit came from. And I know everyone was getting maybe a bit sort of confused about certain elements of of why it restarts with a goal kick. Um, understandably, because then you know the offside thing had been put out later. But, but that, that's just what it is VAR isn't going to step in there And say mm. Going to give a corner there Which can't it's not see, see if you, you take that on board Then we're talking about Nick Walsh And I'm not trying to throw Nick Walsh under the bus here But He's He's deemed that That The Last contacts of Seema Yeah You wonder if he Thinks there's enough in that For a penalty kick And that's obviously Willie Collins agreed with him Has he seen enough of that You've got to ask yourself Because he's given that He's looked at that situation and he's, he's in his amount, yeah. in his opinion, he's seen. He thinks it's come off Sima, and he doesn't think it's a penalty kick. Listen, that's and that's all part of why. Before we got so bogged down in the specifics of this, of course, I, I think most people would quite like to hear the VAR audio of, of mm. anything, you know, and hear the process. And Rangers said as part of their statement last night, they think you know that for all clubs it should be, um, and I think that potentially is another gripe there, you know. 
can Willie call him take a bit do you take a bit longer do you just wait do you, do you try and do the review um, and, and look at it in its fullness and then the offside would negate any penalty anyway as we keep coming back to I suppose the argument but is at, that at fans are it, pushing and we have been pushing that VR takes too long get it right first. of course um, but maybe that's but why it was done so quickly maybe but at the absolute core of it Willie Colm doesn't think that it requires an on-field review and therefore it, it, it just doesn't take place. It's just the way it is. Um, Stevie, do you think Rangers are right to ask Willie Colm not to ref any future games? No, definitely no. If they're going to say that he can call it as a penalty or no a penalty, surely he can call it as a corner kick as well. No, but that's the thing, Willie. We're asking, we're asking for things that are not... No, it's just not allowed. VAR does not give corners, so we'll have to... Disagree right. there um, We move on uh, To 20 seconds to go um, And You need to give me more names On this teaser I've got, I think Portis. I've got one Nope Oh John Shooter Yes Good one You're good at this Alright no, But I've not got the last one Okay um, oh, That's an absolute beauty There's not a chance you're getting it Not a chance No, no chance Okay um, From where? 2018-19 season There was a Livingston player Who made it into the PFA Scotland Devon? Premiership team of the year Nope Thanks. Got a move off the back of it Not that one Still in our league At one of the bigger clubs Not like the biggest two But one of the bigger clubs Oh Remember there was that really good back three Levy had when How kept that man there, Craig Halkett. Oh, that's a good shit. That. He likes the teaser as well. Halliday and him are always sort of. So here, there they are. An answer on the teaser. Career highlight, I'm good sure. Uh, thank you, Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson. That was one of those nights, wasn't it? That was <laughs> one of those Clyde One Super Scoreboard peak argumentative nights. Have we heard the end of it? I doubt it. But there we go. We will be back tomorrow with Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller. I wonder what Hugh's been up to this week. We'll find out very soon indeed. Thank you for listening. It's much appreciated. You can get us on the podcast wherever you get them or watch back the live stream, of course. And Lindsay Gibson is up next.